If you don't know what to prioritize in your business, how can you start to take any action towards a concrete plan? How will you see any change? There's primarily two things I see going on when someone lacks strategy in their business. Number one, they just don't know any better. If you don't know any better, then how can you know how to do any better, right? Number two, there's often a block, most likely a mental block that is preventing you from allowing your business to function as what you imagine a successful business runs like. That was my issue for the longest time. In today's I Heart Chocolate podcast episode, I'm going to help you decide what it is you need to prioritize in your business right now so your business can start making and seeing some real changes. Let's go. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate podcast, a place where chasing dreams and chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to take the abnormal path and pursue your true happiness. My name is Tina Codinia, chocolate business mentor, award-winning chocolatier, mama to a little one, and wifey to one seriously handsome Portuguese stud, fellow chocolatier, pastry chef, Bruno Codinia. I am all about doing the dang thing and doing it well. With 15 plus years of chocolate experience under my belt, I've worked in every chocolate scenario from massive factory to upscale boutique to wholesale to chocolate school to luxury hotels to having a side business to taking the business full time. Whoo! Today, I get to help other chocolatiers worldwide level up and absolutely crush it on their chocolate goals. Oh yeah, we are going to the top, my friends. So if you're looking to get inspired, have some more insight into chocolatier life, and learn a thing or two, you are in the right place. Thanks for coming with me on this journey, and without further ado, let's dive in. All right, hey y'all, welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, safe space for chocolatiers and chocolatiers to learn the other side of chocolate. So today's episode is all about prioritizing. How do we figure out what it is that we need to prioritize in our business so that we can start making real changes to move forward and not feel like we're on a hamster wheel of doing the same over and over and over and not producing any results. So oftentimes when I hear chocolatiers say, I don't know where to start, they come to me and they just dump it all out. They dump all the issues that they see going on in their business, all the problems that are at hand. And me being objective third person outsider, I can clearly see where the gaps are. And I feel that this is very common when you have your own business, you are so in it and you are so head down, just trying to do what you can, that you can't see, you can't see from an outside perspective, how your business is actually running and all the ways that you might be kind of sabotaging yourself or preventing yourself from being able to work on the business side of your business. Yes, we make chocolate, I always say this, but if you are having a chocolate business, you need to be able to have time and energy to nurture and take care of the business side of your business. If you don't, then most likely you're running into issues where you're not bringing in enough revenue. Maybe you're running into issues where you're not even able to pay yourself yet. Maybe you're running into issues where you're spending all of your time in the kitchen and you just feel like you're drowning, right? I've been there before. I understand the feeling. I'm trying to say that there's a way that we can sort of sort through all of the mess that's happening. It's never too late to change it. And let's figure out a way for you to open up your eyes and really see, okay, I should focus on this first. Something needs to change in my business. So riff of a podcast, once again, my first tip would be when you are trying to decide what to prioritize in your business, brain dump it out. Literally take a piece of paper, 
take a pen and literally write down all the things going on in your business right now that are bothering you, that you see happening, that you feel needs change. You know, it might be something like you have so many products, but you feel like you're not selling them. You might be in an issue where you feel like you can't even keep up with the stock of your production. As soon as you make something, something else runs out. It might be that you want to start to go into attracting higher clientele, but you have no clue how to do that. It might be that you feel like you want to increase your sales from last year, but again, you don't know how to do that. So literally brain dump all of these issues or these things that you notice about your business that you feel that you need help on, right? Once you do that, my next thing that I would say is look at what is causing the most resistance. And the reason I ask that is because oftentimes what we know needs to change, like we know, right? Like sometimes you have an intuition, but you, even if you don't know that it could be better, but you know, you have like a sort of feeling that something needs to change. What usually is causing the most resistance is usually the thing that needs to be worked on the most. And it's usually what we put off because again, You'd rather spend your time in the kitchen making the chocolate than spend your time looking at your numbers, understanding what your profit margins are, understanding what your customers are buying, where they're coming from, those types of things. But again, I have to emphasize, if you're trying to have a chocolate business, you have to, you have to pay attention to the business side. You cannot ignore it. You cannot just pass it on to someone else. You have to be in the know of it for you to really actually feel at peace and feel in control and feel like you have some say in how your business goes. If you ignore it, then that's showing you that what what is that feeling about? Are you scared? Are you scared of the truth? Are you scared of the true growth? Do you just want to be a creator and keep this as a hobby? Like we got to get to the root of it, right? Because what often happens is, again, people love being in the kitchen and then the business, you know, is okay in the beginning. Maybe you had a cushion. Time goes on. You're not bringing in the revenue that you want. You're starting to get stressed out. You're starting to scramble. You're starting to feel like you're trying to do all the things. You feel like you do pretty good in chocolate. You just don't understand why is it not working for me. And so that's where I come in and I say, okay, let's look at everything that's going on. What's causing the most resistance? I'm going to tell you exactly what I see based on the information you're telling me. And let's figure out a way to fix it and shift your energy and your time so that you're able to take care of the business side of things as well. So brain dump it out, look at what is causing the most resistance and ask yourself why that is. And then ask yourself, what can move the business forward the most? So what is your business basically currently telling you? You know, again, I just can use an example that if you have a shop and you are producing producing, but you're not able to keep up with the stock, my, my question would be, are people actually buying all of the stuff that you're offering or is it stuff that you want to offer, Right. Yes, it's your business, but we have to try and think of also our customers, the customers who support us, what they like. So it makes sense why we're producing what we're producing versus spending more time in your kitchen, coming up with new products or coming up with products that we think are fun and cool, but no one's buying them, right? Maybe we don't have time to market it. Maybe we're just doing too many things. So what is your business currently telling you? If you literally, again, because this is the most common thing I see, if you're literally spending all your time just in the kitchen then what I can clearly read is you don't have enough time to spend on your business. So either you're making too much stuff, you're not organizing your workflow. Maybe you don't have the type of clientele to bring in the type of revenue you need. And that's why you feel like you need to make more because you need to sell more to make more money. That's a, that's a big hiccup right there. Like what is your business currently telling you? And then the other thing I will say is like, for instance, a lot of people, once again, this is just something that's very common. I'm going based off 
data slash conversations that I've had recently with chocolatiers, right? Is if you're not able to pay yourself. So this might happen, you know, especially for people who are first starting off, you might have a cushion, you might have another job that you're relying on. But if you're not able to pay yourself yet, right? And maybe it's been a while, you're like, I just don't get it. Like I'm missing something. Then that comes down to numbers. You have to look at what your expenses are. Where are you spending in your business? What what does it take to break even in your business? You have to look at your revenue. Where is your revenue coming from? Where are your customers coming from? And again, my, my thing that I always say is like, you have to try and think, where do I want the majority of my revenue to come from? Do I want it to be from people walking into my shop? Do I want it from corporate orders? Do I want it from online shipping? Do I want it from wholesale? Where do you see it? Because again, if you can't define it, if you can't make this decision for yourself, then you're most likely doing any and everything you can to get whatever revenue you see available or whatever you think is available, but you're dividing your energy too much, right? You don't have to do all of the things. You just have to pick again, what aligns with you and what makes sense for you. So these are basic decision makers that you have to first think about what do you see your business as and what do you see it growing into? And then paying attention to, you know, if you want to land higher clientele, what do you have in place to grab that higher clientele? If you're like, well, I don't even have time for that. Okay. What's your product suite look like? How many things do you got going on? Why are you spending all this time in your kitchen? Are you efficient in your product workflow? Are there items that people are not buying? So why are you spending the time to make them and spend the money to, you know, for the cost of goods? And again, trying to push something that people are not buying. Like we have to make these decisions and eliminate because you can't add time on, right? We all have the limited time and hours of the day. You can't add time on, but you can eliminate things from you that are not bringing you the type of income or what you need in order to function as a business. And you need to be able to allocate some time for yourself to learn that stuff. I highly recommend that you actually get in the know of what makes your business truly run the way it runs, rather than just assume if I hire a social media media manager, if I hire a CEO of my business, if I hire an accountant and they'll take care of all of it, but you still don't understand it yourself, you will never feel good running your business because you will always just be dependent on outside influences. You need to educate yourself. You need to feel comfortable enough with it that you can start to see what flows in your business, what doesn't. And that will help you make decisions for the future as well. All right. My other tip, if you are trying to decide what to prioritize in your business, so brain dump it out, see what's causing you the most resistance, what can move your business forward, what's your business currently telling you. And then once you see that, I would say, and you did the process of elimination a little bit, it's time block to accomplish this task. So time blocking essentially means that you actually set your calendar. You maybe have set days where you will put a chunk of time. And from this time, it's a production day. On this day, it's social media day. On this day, it's answering emails, responding to corporate, outbound engagement, those types of things. Why do I say that? Because when you're someone who's trying to do all the things and you're jumping from task to task, it's hard for the brain to be present and focus attentively to every single different type of activity. So if you time block your schedule, then you know that you have this amount of time limited to be super focused and get stuff done, right? You're basically putting yourself within these boundaries of saying, I'm going to get this amount of work done in this amount of time. There's been this study that shows that if you tell people they have, for example, five days to do something versus 100 days to do something, whatever time you give people, they will get it done. 
five days is a lot shorter than 100, but they will get it done because you set the parameters that you need to get it done in this amount of time. People will rise to the occasion. So similarly, if you time block your schedule and you tell yourself, I know that I need to make progress on X in my business, I'm going to time block it in my business. Maybe it's a daily thing that you time block on your schedule. Maybe it's a weekly thing, but you time block it and you make it a priority. You have to make the time to make it a priority, right? And you work on the priority. Again, what's the thing that's going to move your business forward the most? And if you're sitting there, you're wondering, I know what I need, but I don't understand how, that's when you get the help. Because to learn all the things or try to figure it out by yourself, you're actually losing time, which brings me to my next point, which is you have to understand when you're trying to prioritize things in your business, what's the long-term repercussions of solving and attending to your business right now? Like what's the long-term repercussions and consequences, results of attending to your business problems right now? Versus dealing with it when it's more convenient to get ahead. Because I'll tell you something. This is the most common thing that happens with a lot of people. It happened to myself for many, many years. Which is that you see that there's a problem. But maybe the problem isn't bad enough yet. Bad enough yet in quotation marks, right? So you figure that I can deal with it later. I'll get to it when it's a really big problem. And by the time that that time happens, there's 5 million other things on your plate. And now you're drowning and you're stuck. And then that's the point when a lot of people are like, okay, I need help. My point is there's never going to be a right time per se to work on yourself or to work on your business. But I think there is a mental shift that when you realize that you have the power and you have the control to change it right now, why would you delay that? You know, we there's never going to be a perfect time, right? I've said this before, but Bruno and I, when I first told him I want to get into having a business coach for Cadenia Chocolate, he was hesitant about it. He was asking me, are you sure you really need one? And I said, yes, because I spent the last eight and a half years with the business without any guide, trying to do it on my own, troubleshoot it, and it didn't work. So I am realizing if I seek out the outside help and get someone to show me things and knowing that I have the work ethic that I have, I will get it done. I just need the tools. That's all I need. That's all I need. And for me, it was, yes, it's an investment. And I always see every investment as truly an investment, but the payoff is so much better because when you learn it, you can't unlearn it. You're a different person. And I do feel that business is one of those things that it takes time for you to get more comfortable and start to, you know, move in your business the way that you want to move. So why would you delay that when you know that you want to have a business that, again, feels good, brings in profit? flows better like why would you delay that because the timing is not right because you're so busy now like you're always going to be busy because money is a little bit tight right now I feel like money comes and goes and that's also a money mindset thing from what I've learned is if you're just grasping onto your money like this and you're not willing to see that money is energy and it flows and how you spend it says something about the way that's going to come back to you it's a much deeper topic I promise you then you know you have to realize that maybe you're you're creating the resistance in your business. You're the person who's deciding not to make yourself a priority for your business because you're putting up these blocks, these limiting beliefs, the refusal to look at your numbers, the refusal to get help to organize yourself. So when you break it down that way, you have to realize, okay, if I'm my own challenge, I need to get out of my own way. 
And I would ask you if you're kind of thinking, and this is hitting you, is like, if you are currently not enjoying the way that your business is going, but you know that deep inside that's still your dream, why wouldn't you give yourself everything you need to get it to where you want it to be? Right? Anyways, that's just some food for thought on this Sunday morning that I'm recording this podcast. If you guys need any support whatsoever, I always recommend seriously reach out to me via DM. I'm super friendly. <laughs> I'll have a connection call with you. No pressure, no anything. I honestly just want to try and help. And if that conversation happens to turn into something where I can help you further down the line through programs or one-on-one, amazing. If not, I genuinely hope that you got something out of the conversation. I do connection calls from time to time. This is my hint. If you want a connection call, jump on it <laughs> because they go and they go fast. Uh, but other than that, you guys, I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful start to your weekend and I will catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening. Ciao. And that is a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this podcast helpful and would be so kind, share the good news. Let your chocolate friends know, post about it on social media, or simply leave a five-star review. Because honestly, if I can help others to do the dang thing too, that is just awesome sauce in my book. Oh yeah, by the way, I say things like awesome sauce. (laughs) Anyways, y'all, I'm going to close with my personal mantra for life. Remember, Chocolatier, I truly 100% believe it and I know it to be true. You are absolutely worthy of the life you dream. You just have to have the courage to keep pursuing it. Till next time, friends.